0: Remember everything, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. In verse 21, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where's your heart? That's where your treasure is. Amen. Now, I have a question, and as I'm reading this and going over the notes and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm meditating on what am I supposed to say, I just get this question. Why is it so important? Why is it so important to follow biblical finances? Why is it so important to pay your tithes and offerings? Why is it so important to desire the blessing of God in your life? And I had a phrase that came to mind that I can't say from here. <laughs> Let me rephrase it. It's a terrible thing to be cursed. And there's not really a middle ground. Jesus says, either you're for me, or he who, does not, he who is not with me is against me. He who does not gather with me scatters. You can't just sit idly. You've got to desire God's blessings. That's what you want. Deuteronomy 28 did not have a third set of scriptures a third set of promises Deuteronomy 28:1 did I write some of it down I think I did Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God and then he lists all these blessings I think 1 through 14, if I remember right. Tremendous blessings, exactly what you want. And then part two was, if you don't, these are the cursings. And he lists the next 12, 13, 14 verses of all the cursing, all the things that go wrong. And I'm thinking, wait, there's not a third option. Where's the next 14 verses to say, if you don't really care and you don't want to spend that much, you know, here's, no, you, it's blessings and cursings. God blesses the righteous. But there's a curse for the wicked. Now, those are hard, this is a hard question, right? Why is it so important? I asked myself a question. God doesn't give his blessings away for free. And I had to stop and think, is that true? God gives his grace, unmerited favor. There's a lot of stuff that we don't, we don't buy the blessings. But there are principles in the scriptures, and biblical finance really focuses on this. You reap what you sow. And he says that over and over and over again. You reap what you sow. I was talking to Eric about this yesterday. We were talking about the different things. And he says, why is it so important to have the blessings? And and the the, the scripture that came to him, that he's lived and and operated his life, is that the rain falls on the wicked and the wise. I got it right here. I got the scripture. Let's read it. Matthew 7. 24 through 27. And I thought this was a great insight that Eric had. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. My question is, what's the rock? We know Jesus is the rock. But we also know at the beginning he says... Those who hear these sayings of mine and does them. That's how you build your house on the rock, walking in obedience. Deuteronomy twenty eight. Desiring the blessing of God in your life. And that has been my life goal is to I want God's blessing in my life. That's why I wanted to marry Mia. That's God's blessing in my life. It's funny, I've tried a lot of tricks. To try to twist God's arm to give me more money. I've tried to, uh, <laughs> fast and pray. I'm trying to, I'm gonna, okay, God, I've fasted and prayed. You gotta give me some more money now. You can't, you can't twist God's arm. I've tried to outgive God. This was a great one, right? You know, in Malachi, it says, test me in this. You can't outgive God. Bishop Adler used to say that all the time. You can't give up. I'm, I'm gonna try this. And so I would give and give and give. Sometimes, It may not have been God's plan for me to give that much, right? But I'm trying to outgive God. But I don't get a lot of money. All I got was kids. But I got more kids than I can contain. Maybe that's the fulfillment of the Scripture, right? I got blessings and blessings and blessings. I can't complain about that. And they're generally pretty good kids. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to go into which ones... (laughs) Phil, you know my kids as well. You could probably name them. Now, they're all great kids. And I'm just really blessed, you know. Um, If you'll remember, in that Matthew 7, 24 through 27, the second part of that is, But everyone who hears the sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The same rain descended, and the same floods came, and the same winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. It's a terrible thing to be cursed. It's a really good thing to be blessed. And that affects just about everything I do, every decision. There, I, I have been accused of being a goody two-shoes, uh, but I wanted to do what was right. And I needed some loosening up, and that's okay. I, I was, I've been uptight for... Uh, but I want to be blessed. The gospel lesson, I prepared my whole sermon, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to have the lessons for today. What are, I wonder what they talk about. And the gospel lesson just blew me away. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a hard lesson, and I, I've taught on it before. Um, it's the ten virgins, and five were wise and filled their lamps. And five were foolish and didn't fill their lamps. And then it just doesn't seem fair. They slumbered, they slept, the bridegroom came. Hey, he's here. Okay, oh, hey, can we have some of your oil? And the five wise said, No, we can't give you some of our oil in case there's not enough. Go get some oil. And it hit me. How do you get your oil full? How do you fill your lamps full? I was thinking about this, and and Father Jim, I hope you don't mind if I share a testimony um, from 29 years ago. Me and I had just come back from our honeymoon, and we had obviously a great time. And Jim said, hey, let's go to Catalina. And we get on the boat, and we go to Catalina with all the kids. Oh, we're going to sleep on the boat. Okay. (laughs) That was a lot of fun. And we came back, and that week they realized there was something wrong with one of the kids. And they went to the doctor, and just tragically, they found out that there was a cancer on the little girl's arm. And it was just, you know, the whole church was like, oh, my gosh, we've got to pray. What's going on here? And they go up to the hospital up in L.A., and it's a cancer on the, I think it was the forearm. And my recollection, again, of the story is that they were going to have to cut off the arm. And that's what the surgery was going to be and try to save you know, her life. And Jim's on the way up there and he parks the car and he's walking back and a guy walks up to him and asks for a donation, homeless guy or something, right? As Jim's standard policy was, I say policy, his his practice. Somebody comes, he gives whatever money's in his pocket and he gives it to him. He just gives some money to him. He's just, that's what he does. His dad did it. He did it. And I've heard his testimony, you know. And the guy walks with him, and as they're talking, and I think they get on the elevator or something, and the guy asks, why are you here, et Etc. et cetera. And the guy's getting off the elevator, and the guy says, your daughter's going to be fine. And Jim said, that wasn't just a homeless guy. Something hit him. And they go up there, and they do the surgery, and the tumor's completely dried up. All they have to do is scrape it off, and everything's fine. No cancer. She's... Grown and married and with a child, with a baby. When, they have one child? Anyway, just a tremendous testimony, right? Now, why? Jim's lamp was full because he had given and he had sown. And Psalm 41 was the scripture that he, I remember him preaching this. In Psalm 41, it says, Blessed is he who considers the poor, the Lord will deliver him in the time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive, and he will be blessed on the earth. He will not deliver him to the will of the enemies. The Lord will strengthen him on his bed of illness. He will sustain him on his sickbed. The Lord fulfilled that promise. Why? Because Jim considered the poor. It hit me this morning. You can't fill that lamp by yourself. You sow into the kingdom of God, and God will fill that lamp up. Don't be foolish. Be wise. What can I do? God, I want your blessing. I will give my tithe because I don't want to curse. I'll give offering. I'll give... And what if you can't give an offering of your money? What if you're really, really tight? My son Gavin, God bless him, he's, he's got a little cold right now, so he's home. Hopefully he's watching. But Gavin got his degree early, three years in college, finished, ready to go, all fired up. Gets a job up in L.A., working for a, a company to set up live events. And the next day, COVID hits, shut everything down. Sorry, you don't have a job. He did some stuff online. He's trying to pursue it, but he's just so frustrated, man. He wants to get into the business that he believes God has called him and gifted him to do, and he can't do it. So he's working, driving, and doing different things, but he's got limited money. And so he gets a phone call from Deacon Phil. Hey, can you come help on Monday at the uh, Ministry to the Poor? And Gavin goes, I can do that. I can give by coming and helping with the society. And he's just committed to do it. And he's here Monday after Monday after Monday. What can I do to help? And he wrestles through, you know, things that guys wrestle through, that people wrestle through. But he said, I can do that. The thing I think that's so important, and it's not a guilt trip or anything else, you need to say, God, what can I do? I just want your blessing. Show me what I can do. You want me to give some tithes? You want me to give obviously the tithe? We we can set that aside. You want me to give offering for something else? You want me to help support society? You want me to help with this? You want me to sing in the worship band? These guys put a lot of hours in here. They're filling up their lamp. God wants your lamp to be full. And he wants to bless you. That's the miracle of biblical finances. God wants to bless you. you got to trust him, though. And you got to desire that kind of blessing in your life. Amen? Amen. Please stand.
1: Let us continue with the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, And was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven. And is seated on the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. And I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
2: Let us pray for the world, for the church and for the world. Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church. That we all it may be one. Grant that every member of the church may truly and humbly serve you, that your name may be glorified by all people. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons, that they may be faithful ministers of your word and sacraments. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world, that there may be justice and peace on the earth. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake, That our works may find favor in your sight. Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble. That they may be delivered from their distress. Give to the departed eternal rest. That light perpetual shine upon you. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. May we also come to share in your heavenly kingdom.
0: Amen. The peace
1: of the Lord be always with you. Turn and greet your neighbors in the peace of the Lord following all of the COVID protocols. The Lord be with you. Hey, there was an election this week. Don't know if anybody noticed. This Megan might say that happened. <laughs> um, what else? Anything else for announcements? Oh yeah, we got to talk about an offering. You know this time of year we give a mission offering. An offering for the missions are uh CEC, International Development Agency, and for all of our churches around the world. Around the world. Africa has been a, a frequent recipient. I don't know, Philippines, other areas out there. So I want to I wanna give you a warning, right? We're supposed to do this for uh, um, every year, November, All Saints Day, but we didn't make the announcement. So what I'm doing, I'm telling you now, missions offering... You know, this is like uh, going back into history. You could write that in the memo line of your check. But I'm not sure there are many people here that write checks anymore. So uh, I think you have to put it in the special offering online. There's a way for you to do that. Or write it on the envelope and put the cash in the envelope, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. However you give, we want to give you an opportunity to support the ministries that we have overseas. And so we're going to take up this missions offering. And it's missions offering. And you can do that right now. You can do that online. You can do that next Sunday. Okay? So I want you all to know about that. We got, uh, uh, for all you may think about how this election has gone, I am grateful to God that we have them. (laughs) And not everywhere around the world uh, has uh, the luxury of... uh, uh, daily bread, running water, and things like that. We, we are a very rich and generous place, and I want to have the opportunity and give that opportunity to all of us to be able to sow into the lives of the people that really need it. What seems like a little to us can be a lot for them. So pray about that, and decide your offering, and give your
2: offering to the missions, That's it. That's more than I know. Okay. As we prepare to receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, let us respond to God's word by engaging with him in musical worship and presenting to God our tithes and offerings out of that which God has given to us. Together, through Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name, But do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God.
3: Did you know?
1: I forgot to mention, I want you all to keep Bishop Kessler in your prayers. He's still struggling with his back. He had a great week uh, and one moment. You know how that is if you have back problems or you tweak that. So I want you to know I'm, I got him on our prayer list. I don't want you to be surprised or worried. This is just a prayer. We need to continue to lift our bishop up that God will fully heal his back. We want him back here as uh, soon as possible next Sunday. Counting on it, so keep him in your prayers. We welcome all baptized believers to receive the body and blood of Christ. This is the table of the Lord. It is made ready for those who love him and those who want to love him more. So come, you who have much faith and you who have little. You who have been here often and you who have not been here long. You who have tried to follow and you who have failed. Come, because it is the Lord who invites you. It is his will that those who want him should meet him here. Come to the table. The Lord be with you, lift up your hearts, give thanks to the Lord our God, Father all powerful and ever living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord, through his cross and resurrection he freed us from sin and death and called us to the glory that has made us a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation a people set apart. Everywhere we proclaim your mighty works, for you have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with all the choirs of angels in heaven we proclaim your glory and join in their unending hymn of praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Lord, you are holy indeed, the fountain of all holiness. Let your Holy Spirit come upon these gifts and make them holy, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he was given up to death, the death he freely accepted, he took bread. He gave you thanks. He broke the bread. He gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup. Again, he gave you thanks and praise. He gave the cup to his disciples and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of our faith. Christ has died, Christ has risen, and Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread, this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. May all of us who come to share in the body and blood of Christ be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world. And make us grow in love together with our patriarch Craig, our Bishop Douglas, and all the clergy. Remember those for whom we now pray. Olivia, Connie, Susan, Carl, Serena... Naomi, Rachel, Nadia, Kyle, Sonia, Sandra, Maria, Karen, Father David and Darcy, Tammy, Thomas, Michael, Sherry, Kyla, Dan, the Oki family, Alcaraz family, Bishop Davidson, the Landon family, Gage, Bishop Kessler, the Marines and Sailors of Camp Pendleton and all those who serve in our armed forces. You can add the names of the people that you're praying for. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and broken. As we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles, martyrs, and all the saints. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him, in him, and with him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, and so we have the courage to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, Therefore let us keep the feast. Hallelujah. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have
2: mercy upon
1: us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy upon us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world.
0: Francis, God, peace.
1: The Gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Jesus died for you and feed on him in your hearts with thanksgiving. Blessed are those who are called to his supper. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in the battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who roam throughout the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. And may the peace of God, which passeth all human understanding, fill your hearts and minds with the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and those you love and care for now and forever. Amen.